Wing Chiang and Mr. Shin drive off in their coach, laughing. The doctor and Leela return to Lightfoot's house and to find the dead policeman, the empty laundry basket, and Lightfoot coming to in his parlor. Um, Lightfoot tells that uh, Chinese attacked him. Um, not sure how they got in after the doctor asked them because they bolted, bolted the doors right after they left. The doctor pokes around, sees the open laundry basket, and finds the laundry ticket and comes back in and asks Lightfoot if you know his attackers were included one midget. He says, well, yeah, how'd you know? He says, oh, I, you know, it's this creature he describes as the Peking homunculus. A um, creature made for an emperor's children that was something about different mag- magnetic fields but needs an operator and one organic part of it was a pig's brain. The pig's brain um, seemed to have taken over um, and Wang Chiang, in his time cabinet, could have stolen the homunculus and taken it across time and place to where they are now. It was a big deal, big episode in the history of the Doctor Knows, anyway. So Wang Chiang is happy with his time cabinet in his lair, his new lair. Um, he boasts to Mr. Sin how now he has his cabinet and um, his two of his lackeys, uh, the Tong and the Scorpion, his uh, group are waiting uh, prostrate for him, um, prostrate for him um, to come talk to them, and he asks where the bag was that went with the cabinet, and they. Upset, said no, and there was no bag. There was no bag, and he he's very angry with them, and they're cowering on the floor now. Um, and he says, well, "You will get the punishment um, for your ineptitude is to take the sting of the scorpion." And he opens a container and has one of them take out a little red um, bead of scorpion venom, and has to eat that, and he dies. While Mr. Sin laughs. Dr. Lightfoot, uh, the doctor and Lightfoot, rather, um, discuss where the, um, where Lightfoot's laundry is done, and they find a, the ticket, and, um, he tells them where it is, where it's located, and it's apparently a very rough part of the town. Um, the doctor talks about how the time cabinet works, and it's, a Zygma beam that powers the time cabinet. Um, says it's right now it's it's stretched like a rubber band. Um, 
the tension and then the Wing Chiang uses the cabinet and messes with it, um, it could cause disastrous effects and um, a heavy toll on Wang Chiang, so that's why he's rejuvenating himself. The doctor says he's going to take Leela to go off to find Wang Chiang. Lightfoot is um, concerned that he take not take Leela to that terrible part of you know town part of nastiness and the doctor says but not as nasty as Wang Chiang himself. So Mr. Jago is at his theater and he's walking about dreaming of his future plans thinking of how he can cash in on the fact that the phantom who had been um, stealing away the girls of London had been caught at his theater and give tours and how it was going to benefit him. He's walking through a cellar and finds a, uh, a bag, a, a tote bag, carpet bag, on the cellar floor. And he thinks, oh, somebody's left this here. Maybe it was um, important to someone. Maybe it was Mr. Chang. We see, as he picks up the bag and walks away from the trap door, we see a kind of bloody hand scrabbling up through it. Jago comes to uh, Lightfoot's home and orders to be announced to the doctor, um, speak, mistaking Lightfoot for butler or something because Lightfoot had been cleaning up some of the broken items in his sitting room. So the soon sets him straight and then Jago is very complimentary of Lightfoot and his master um, a physician of anatomy or something, I forgot what exactly he called him, um, says how the, he learned of his association with the doctor by asking at the station, and uh, they told him that they had been seen together, and that how the doctor is a real detective, and probably solves the cases in Scotland Yard and lets them keep the credit for it. So he tells them that he has this bag, and they look through the bag, says, oh, it must have something to do with the Chinese, and maybe Mr. Chang left it. Um, Lightfoot suggests that if it was just in a pile of junk, someone might be coming back for it. And Jago hadn't thought about that, so Lightfoot has a brilliant idea that they go on a little adventure of their own and stake out the theater in case someone comes back for it. And they can follow him and try to capture uh, Wang Chiang for the doctor. He tells Jago to leave the doctor a note, and he goes to grab a cape for Jago so they can be incognito, or at least warmer in the weather. Jago is, uh, tries to dissuade Lightfoot, saying, oh, he's, his lungs aren't good for the exterior temp um, weather or something like that, and uh, Lightfoot won't hear of it and drags him off anyway. So the doctor and Leela have gotten to the the Chinese laundry. Um, the doors, inner doors are locked, but the doctor uses a trick of paper on the floor and pops the key out and pulls it back out and unlocks it then from the outside and they enter their uh, empty sleeping quarters and then they walk in further. The doctor telling Leela about how Wang Chiang is going to need more girls to extract life essence from since he's not restored yet 
<clears throat> and then she says, oh, this smells like rotting fruit or something. And the doctor mentions a, a saying that uh, describes the, the fruit of sleep, um, the opium, and sort of, uh, have come to an opium den room of the laundry there uh, looking about and says I wonder where Wen Chiang is uh, whether will they find him and a voice behind him Mr. Chang says in the house of the dragon and he is there he is uh, feeling no pain because he's on his opium pipe he had been attacked by the rat uh, and his leg was severely injured so he was taken to a charnel house and wretched place and he managed to crawl out of there and get to this place um, bent on exposing Chiang as the false god that he is he tells the doctor that the house of the dragon is Wang Wen Chiang's new fortress prepared to, for him by the tongue of the black scorpion. They were, um, and he says how they were to perform in a week's time for the queen at Buckingham Palace. Um, Chang is deep into his opium and is beginning to see his ancestors coming for him. He murmurs to the doctor to beware the eyes of the dragon. And he starts to slip away and he says something to the doctor as he dies, says boot. So they're trying to think what the boot hill, boot avenue, boot street, and they're not sure what he's left. He says, well, it's a Chinese puzzle for you. It's a puzzle for us. So Ling Chang is again disappointed in his uh, black scorpion gang. Um, they haven't found the bag still. They went back to the theater, the bag was gone. And then Wen Chang looks out and the window and notices that there are two men in the alleyway. He says, you were followed here from, from the theater. So they... Um, they see that it's Lightfoot and Jago. So the Tong come out and surround Lightfoot and Jago and they bring them to Wang Chiang. Chiang threatens them and asks where th um, why were they at the theater? And he starts to strangle Jago to get the information and Lightfoot finally gives in and tells that it was back at his house um, so that he could save Jago. They are whisked off to be put in with the other prisoners, he says. So the doctor returns to Lightfoot's and sees the note with the bag and then searches the bag. And he pulls out different objects, including the um, round white object that Chang and Wang Chiang were using to try to track the box and he explains, oh do you know what this is? And Lulith is 
You ask me that just to tell me the answer. And this is what's a trionic lattice, which is pretty much the key to the time cabinet. And he, Moon Chien, can't operate it without this. Um, Leela is thinking they need to go off and help Mr. Jago and Professor Whitefoot. And the doctor says, well, no, we can't right now. And he says that it is better to stay where they are because Wang Chiang is going to need this key and they will come to them to get this key and then they can go off to find Jago and Lightfoot and help them. Lila says, well, then we'll have to plan, start planning our ambush um, and goes in a search for weapons. Jago and Lightfoot see two girls lying down that are at, seem to be entranced. They're not dead, but they've been entranced and are destined to be the essence for Wang Chiang. Um, Jago uh, tries to tell Professor Lightfoot not to lose hope that the doctor will come for them. He says, how will he even know where to find us? And Lightfoot's looking around the room, and he finds a cabinet on the wall, which turns out to be a dumbwaiter. And he convinces Jago that he's not wanting it for something to eat. He wants it as an escape route. That they can get in there, wheel themselves down to the kitchens or wherever it leads to, and then make their way out. So they, they do. They squeeze themselves in there and wheel themselves down only to end up in the Hall of the Dragon where they had ended up when they started out with Wang Chiang. Um, it seems deserted, but as they walk around the large dragon sculpture into the main hall, they are again recaptured by the Tong. So Leela is still looking for weapons. says, oh, Lightfoot would be He'd have weapons in different areas to defend his property, um, and that he would be prepared. Um, so she's looking around, um, trying out a, I think a spear that she's found. Um, she stands by the window, just trying throw to throw it. No, it's her blow it. It's not a spear. What is it's it? a golf club. Oh, a golf club. And see what she picked up. I just saw a shaft or something that she was trying to throw. So she's using a golf club trying to think, as a, could she launch it as a spear? And she backs up against the window and then comes forward and back up. We see a hand is trying to snake in the window to try to chloroform her. And uh, she does back up and uh, it's Wang Chiang and he comes around trying to put the cloth over her face. She turns in the struggle and unmasks him and we see half his face is melted. In the end. It's another busy episode. Yeah, another busy episode. Um, you know, different people are in trouble in different ways. They've really, you know, kind of mixed it up a lot. Mm -hmm. They've thrown um, Jago and Lightfoot, the wannabe detectives, um, together, the, the brave and the coward, you know, uh, together trying to assist the doctor and solve this um, which is 
an entertaining and comical um, diversion. Mm-hmm. It still plays into the story um, somewhat, so that two groups of invest, you know, Doctor and Leela, Jago and Lightfoot, um, working towards the same end, but separately. Um, in a fun way for them, so. Um, I missed a little bit of the, the description of the Peking homunculus. Homunculus, yeah. Homunculus. I think we got that written down wrong. But it was a toy for the children mm-hmm. with the pig's brain and yep. other, uh, and otherwise a robot? Or I mean, a, a uh, me- essentially it was a mechanical, mechanical toy. toy. With the brain of a pig to control it. And the pig brain started to take over. Yeah, it kind of went had nuts, to I think. Handle it. Okay. And ended up wanting <clears throat> to kill all of humanity. Oh, we are right. He hates humanity. I forgot to mention that. Um, the, uh, oh, I guess we could talk about the hall of the. House of the Dragon. Um, which it's is a his giant dragon sculpture. It's a giant, the... giant dragon sculpture. Gold dragon mm-hmm. sculpture. Styrofoam dragon sculpture. Gold styrofoam dragon sculpture. <laughs> Takes up the entire room. Um, Outside of the fact that it's so huge it almost has to be. There's, I don't think there's much that tells you that it's necessarily styrofoam, though. No, no. It, it, was, it looks pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You know, dark gold color, and you know, very uh, very in style with the um, stylized Chinese uh, dragon art that we've seen in tapestries and um, every Chinese takeaway to go to. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be dragon somewhere. Yeah. On the menu, printed somewhere. Yeah. On the wall, on a little tapestry, those little, those little um, mat tapestries. You know, the unroll, you unroll the little mat that they're tied together by a string. Um, I had one as a brush holder. I rolled my paintbrush. Oh yeah, yeah, in. yeah. I know what you're um, talking about. But they paint picture on the. The, this lattice yeah. work, and I, I had lots of those from bamboo scrolls. Yes, bamboo scrolls from uh, um, restaurants in Chinatown from San Francisco. Or on a fan. I always have a dragon on a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but the style of, of it was really nice. It was a, a nice, nice sculpture. A nice enough sculpture of a dragon, I think. So very fitting style-wise. Um, I like the part where the, um, <laughs> the doctor asks, "Oh, what? Is, do you know what this is?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doctor, if you ask me that, just so you can tell me the answer. It's like, yeah, but that way he needs to, he needs to tell us the answer too. But it's a nice way. Uh, it's good that she recognizes that. You know, yeah. I think that's fine. Well, I really like that line. My favorite line is still probably <laughs> when the doctor defines Eureka as my bath is too hot. <laughs> that makes me snicker every time. I thought you were going to say the um, 
exchange between Lightfoot and Jago, which I thought you should tell about when Wing Chiang is threatening them uh, to tell why they're at the theater. No, that that, that makes me snicker a little too. That Jay, uh, Lightfoot says to Wang Chiang to do his worst, and uh, Jago, being the coward that he is, <laughs> tells Lightfoot to be steady. Steady, <laughs> steady on, on, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's coming towards me, and he ends up starting to choke Jago. Yes. But that, again, that just makes me laugh because he's uh-huh. such a coward. <laughs> but he tries not to, or tries not to show it anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, pretty pretty fun all around. Action, some fun, little, some fun comments. Um, you know, we're building up well to uh, how we're going to end. You know, with our mm-hmm. next episode. Um, we the production notes mentions how the the bit with the dumbwaiter was really a a comic turn that had no no real advancement of a script. It's like, well, that's kind of the definition of filler, but it was really it was entertaining enough. Yes, that you know they really did uh, end up right where they had started. It's um, the best way to do that sort of loop. Yeah. Oh, that's you, comic loop. That's yeah. You distract the viewer by... Uh, it's that look at the birdie thing. Mm-hmm. In this case, the comedy between Jago and Lightfoot kept you from thinking about the fact that they end up back, or they will end up back where they started. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is it's going to extend across two episodes. We don't actually see them get back where they started. It's implied. Yeah. We know they're going to because they've been recaptured. Yeah, the, the Tong are right there with their weapons pointed at them. Like, but we don't actually see it. Yeah, no. And so I think that's going to help. Plus, again, they spent the whole time being funny. Yeah. And so that definitely helps. So as an extension of the story, it wasn't a bad one. Um, it's not like the the older uh, segments with the third doctor where they'd just have to show him riding on a different vehicle or something, just around in a circle. Um, it wasn't entertaining in the same way. Uh, well, that wasn't really entertaining. This was more entertaining than that type of thing was, whereas... This you kind of enjoyed watching it, even though you knew that, yeah, we're not really getting much farther in anything happening. But it was kind of a fun ride to get there. Yeah. So a little characterization for secondary people. The uh, Mr. Chang part was kind of sad. It was kind of sad in the last one, too. But, um, so he's not dead. No. And he crawled himself out of the... Back out of the, the sewers. Um, and crawled... Found his way to an opium den. To as you do. At, yeah, as you would. 
um, and uh, to deal with his pain and try to bring down his false god and then die yep. from his injuries of both kinds actually yeah I think he's been hurt by his the, the deception and he's been injured by the big giant rat mm. which luckily we did not have to see again <laughs> yes that is probably lucky <laughs> well we saw it at the end of um, episode one we saw it at the end of episode three that's when they attacked Lupa like I was hoping it wasn't gonna show up in episode five. And we saw it at the end of episode four, didn't we? That was last oh, no. night. So. No, so, well, yeah, because that's well, when uh, toward the end of four, because yeah, that's when the uh, Chang went into the sewer. Oh, true. But uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the cliffhanger. It wasn't the cliffhanger. No. That's what I was. But thinking. it was near the end. Anything else? Mm. It was a fairly straightforward episode for the most yeah, part. Yeah. I think it's interesting that the the doctors enlisted the help of, you know, Mr. Jago and Professor Lightfoot. And they're very happy to help him. He's left them behind and kept them out of much of it. But they don't seem to mind. They still feel like they're helping. They still believe they're helping. Even they, yes, they really still not. believe they're helping, even though they've they've been they've been captured. But yeah, they they're they're very gung ho and happy to help. They still feel like they're helping, even though they're not doing very much. That you don't get that sense of disappointment. You, know, you stay here. We're gonna go find Wang Chiang. Yeah. Um, and uh, Lightfoot might be a little disappointed when they when they first go off, but you know he resigns himself he knows that he's you know he's helped in his way he doesn't seem uh, he doesn't seem very put out that he's had to that he's not mm. going you know yeah but then he's a, you know like I said he's the brave one Mr. Jago's the <laughs> thinks he's brave but he's really the coward yeah um, and they get together and think oh let's go do this <laughs> it's like Lightfoot almost has to drag him because uh, he comes up with the excuse, oh no, my it, I, the cold air and my, you know, oh nonsense, I'll get you a cape. I'll do that, you write a note. Well, so let's go, you know. <laughs> They're so keen to help. It's, it's fun to watch them. No, I like them. I think they're hysterical together. Mm-hmm. And while the doctor is um, still a little protective of Leela, he, I think, recognizes her strength, maybe, as the warrior that she was. And maybe. he has her, she goes along more often than with Sarah Jane. He'd often leave her out intentionally, and she would be the one who mm. was put out as not being included and then served to just get in trouble <laughs> because she didn't listen. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
because she'd go off the, anyway, um, which is the case with, with uh, Sarah Jane, with Joe. But instead, he leaves his uh, the secondary people who've helped him kind of behind in this one, and he and Leela go off to investigate. So I don't know if it's just if it's because of who her character is is uh, a factor or not. See, and I thought she was a little over the top, especially toward the end when she decided she was going to take on. Oh, surf her weapons and everything? Well, before that, she starts oh. sharpening her knife. And oh, And adopts the... this attitude of, okay. I'm the warrior, I'm going to take him down. I need to plan the ambush. And yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm not saying that wasn't a little over the top, but I just think, I wonder if that attitude or that strength that she has doesn't, it keeps her from being left behind. Mm, maybe. He's not as overprotective of her. Maybe he's just trying to keep an eye on her. Could <laughs> Make be. sure she doesn't do trying something stupid. Teach her. It's the only way she'll learn, I guess, is yeah. by going with him. On. I don't think I had another note to so. so the cliffhanger. We get... The comic vaudeville almost or slapstick scene of yeah, her Wang Chiang trying to put the cloth over cloth her. over her mouth when she steps away from him because uh-huh. she's messing with that golf club that she's thinking can be used as a javelin or a spear or something. It made me think of Evan Costello. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean uh-huh. by the comic scene. And then she just happens to rip his mask off and it comes away fairly cleanly <laughs> to reveal what can only be described as a, an, a prosthetic appliance on his face. <laughs> it almost looked kind of Pig-like mm, yeah. his face, actually. That's what I thought. But it also looked kind of droopy, melty as well. So. And I think melty was what they were going for. Yeah. Because I think they, didn't they describe his, uh, call it a, a disease, as wasting or something disintegration like or something yeah. like that. And he had come to Earth in a great fireball or something. That's what Mr. Chang says. Um, You know, so it could have been burnt. I was thinking more of, honestly, like his skin is falling off of his body, sliding off his body. But I might be, I might have read too much into it because I know the, I know how it ends. You know, I know the, the story. Mm Well, it had to come off. The mask had to come off easily because if there's too much of a struggle, it would have taken off the, the whole prosthetic piece of her face. True. It's got to be tricky for stunt work, you know. 
you know, to you know, turn and pull and have a mask detach. But don't pull his face off. Yeah. We don't have another three hours for him to go to makeup, you know. I don't know. <laughs> so it takes a little bit away from the action when you have that kind of thing. But whenever you have a masked villain, there has to be a, a reveal at some point. I suppose. Would it have been better to come within an episode instead of at the end? In this case, maybe, and I'll tell you why I say that. By putting it as the cliffhanger, they've given this event an extreme amount of attention, right? Oh, like you think it's there the, should be more. It's the peak of this mountain that they have built out of the episode. Mm-hmm. They've built to this crescendo of excitement, in theory, by building to this reveal, this revelation uh-huh. of his face. And that's what we got. <laughs> Whereas if they had done it in the middle of an episode, it's not as important. Yeah, it's important, but it's not as important. It's not the ultimate thing of the episode. Yeah. There's going to be less disappointment, I guess, if it doesn't pull, come off <laughs> yeah. correctly. Yeah. And I, I'm not convinced this came off correctly. It's okay. I just don't think it's what you expect out of a cliffhanger. Right. It's almost if you built the mountain and then figured some, it's like... The reveal is like, oh, no, there's 20 feet to go. Not quite, you know, up mm-hmm. to the pinnacle yeah. yet, but we're going to do this now. Plus, there's, well, there's not a whole lot to wonder about. I guess a little, you know, is he going to be able to... So do Leela and take her away or went and then find the bag and it just I don't know, it's not a very satisfying place to end. I guess. I don't know. Right. Might have been better to have to just have the hand be able to grab her over the mouth and end right there. Yeah, that might have been better. Because at this point, we know who the bad guys are. We'd know, we have to know it was the, the Tong coming back to the house because they know the bag's there anyway. Right. So, but then there'd be a little bit more apprehension. It's like, so they put the, are they going to be able to chloroform her? Or, or is she going to get away? Is she going to, you know, pass out if they just stop when they grab her around her face we don't know if it's going to be effective on her or not she's you know hurt while she's survey team but still we don't know what was that supposed to be originally an earth 
serving team? Do we know? Maybe her metabolism is different. Maybe they pour from one sector, you know. Mm. So there's some question about whether she'd be subdued or not. It was just a, I think that would be a little bit better place yeah, to maybe. stop. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. That way it wouldn't be such a big deal that she unmasks him. Still very interesting. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to how we wrap up. Good story. Yeah, I think so too. Again, it's because I love this episode. All right. Well, we will see how it all wraps up tomorrow. Join us when we talk about part six, the final episode of the Talons of Wang Chiang. <laughs> so join us then and thank you for listening.